0: It's Friday, it's time for another episode of the Garage Rock Show podcast. Chris here with our special guest this week. Aaron, thanks for joining us once again, man.
1: No problem, what's happening?
0: George, good to have you back, man.
1: Thanks as always for having me.
0: And Kurt, good to see you again, brother. What up? Um, And we also have a special guest I don't know if we want to introduce, but they're lurking in the studio enjoying the podcast for the first time. Uh, so it's always a good time uh, to have new people in the studio So thank you guys for joining us uh, Episode number 67, Friday, July 5th, 2019 We just made over 5,000 all-time listens for the podcast last week So thank you guys to all of our listeners around the world Yay. Big milestone for us um, It was just 1,000 listens at the beginning of the year So um, it's it's been moving along pretty good so thank you guys we also have our prize closet going uh, this week as well if you want to win a copy of Bad Religion's new album Age of Unreason Jimi Hendrix Both Sides of the Sky Pink Floyd Early Years DVD CD combo or Long Strange Trip Untold Story the Grateful Dead Blu-ray all you gotta do is text the word podcast to 68683 and uh, go through the steps not too many new albums out this week usually on holiday weeks Billboard doesn't release very many things at all and it looks like we only got about six albums coming out. Uh, J. Cole, Jaden Smith, Machine Gun Kelly, Mark Mulcahy, The Soft Cavalry, which is uh, Slow Dive's uh, uh, Rachel Goswell and Steve Clark, side project from them, and a group called Trash Kit. I haven't heard of really any of these guys except J. Cole, Machine Gun Kelly, but those are all rap. So not too much in the rock world this week, uh, but rock news kicking it off. Uh, with the big headline that George saw when I was scrolling through earlier and kind of bummed you out, George.
1: Yeah, but go ahead.
0: Uh, Janet Weiss is leaving Sleater Kinney. Uh, she announced her departure in a tweet this morning saying the band is heading in a new direction, and it's time for me to move on. She put this little letter to the fans on her twitter on her Twitter feed. Um, she says, the band is heading in a new direction, and it's time for me to move on. I'll never forget the heights, uh, you know, we reached, and blah, blah, blah. We were a force in nature to the fans. You're the Raddus fans. Experiencing the music together has been an honor of a lifetime. Thank you for sustaining me the past 24 years and for prov- proving without a doubt that love and connection are what saves us. Um, so the new album is produced by St. Vincent. It's called The Center Won't Hold. It's coming out August 16th. Uh, she plays on the record, so it's already been recorded. Um, it's not like they're in the middle of recording this and she bailed but they did a recent performance on Fallon uh, they have a huge tour lined up so her backing out of the band is kind of a kind of a big deal and I don't know what do you what do you think of it um, George I know you were like uh, kind of bummed right off the bat do you think that this is something that obviously it's hard to do she's been in the band for 25 years and gearing up for a huge tour but it must have been something really drastic or Something for her to feel the need to quit like that, right?
1: Uh, well, I can only speak from my own. experience. I was just with speculating, bands, you so know. Um, I don't know. I, it's it's too bad on the one hand, but I'm sure that it's with the band's full blessing and under the power of her own steam that she's going to move on and do something else. Um, you know, they have had a quarter century of of time together, and uh, right bands don't last forever. Uh, so whatever yeah. happens, I'm sure it'll be interesting. Maybe Fred Armisen will step in. <laughs> I mean, he's a drummer and he's Carrie's right. buddy. So. Who knows? <clears throat> uh,
0: that's a good point. Uh, I wonder who is going to step in uh, on the tour.
1: Or maybe they'll disband that particular project because they've all done other things over the years. So,
0: Yeah, it's interesting to see. It says, uh, Sleater Kenny said, we're looking forward to seeing you all on the road. Uh, they made a post about it and saying, you know, we can't wait for you guys to hear this album and so it doesn't indicate that they're planning on touring uh, to canceling the tour um in any way so not really sure who's going to fill in but uh we'll have to see that's uh, kind of a bummer though hmm. um all right reckon tours landing their first number 1 album this week on the billboard 200 um it sold 88,000 units uh with 84 of those in traditional album sales wow which is pretty impressive that is
2: very impressive
0: hmm. um the band's uh it's the band's first number one album in 11 years follows up well actually it's probably their f- it, it actually says it's their first in 11 years and it's probably their first number one ever i doubt that other one was a number one uh follows up their 2008 debut consolers of the lonely that was oh yeah it says number seven so oh their debut is 2006 broken boy soldiers consolers of the lonely 2008 it was number seven so this is their first number one so good for them um and also, in some more Jack White news, he's reissuing his debut album from his first band, like one of his first bands in this Detroit garage punk act called The Go. And, um, but it was right before The White Stripes. It was in their 1999 debut LP, What You Doin'? And it's celebrating the 20th anniversary. So he's now remixed the disc and it's reissuing on, of course, Third Man Records. Um, so that's kind of cool. Uh, it probably sounded like shit. I'm sure the uh, original recording was pretty rough. Uh, it says original reel-to-reel tapes. And, um, and it says that they uh, used the creme-of-the-creme creme studio gear unavailable to the band back in 1999 to effectively crank the album into overdrive. So <laughs> I'm sure it's going to sound as best as it can, which is pretty cool. And another odd thing about Jack White before we move on, apparently <laughs> he's not using heroin, don't worry. Uh, he made this... <laughs> A uh, stupid quote, um, like, apparently they were asking, what took you so long in between albums? It was an 11-year gap be- be- between the albums. And he said, quote, well, when Brendan gave up alcohol, I started doing heroin, so that delayed things. <laughs> and the satirical nature of the quote was apparently lost on some. However, as a number of outlets reported it as if he was being serious. And he said on Instagram, quote, I've never done heroin or any other illegal drug in my life, and anyone close to me could confirm this. If you actually read the article in full, you could see I was joking. I suppose Spin never lets the facts get in the way of good clickbait. So I thought that was pretty funny.
2: Pow <laughs> <laughs>
0: right? Um, also this week, uh, Black Keys uh, did pretty well on the Metacritic score with their new album, which is a it's a way of uh, kind of gauging how people respond to albums. and they did they got a 74 uh, based on 11 critics reviews. The duo's first LP in five years. It also snagged a seven point five user rating on the same site. Have you guys heard really anything of it uh, of it from other than like the single on the
1: radio or anything? I haven't. No, no. no. I'm only aware of it from <clears throat> past podcasts.
0: Yeah, I've I've heard it's pretty good, but I haven't heard it myself either. I, I'd like to get my hands on the full album and give it a shot. I'm sure it's uh, uh, decent. I always liked his tone on his guitars. But I always felt like his songs are you know, it's kind of like commercial, like stuff you'd see on a Kia commercial or something, mm. you know. One of those catchy kind of little riffs, you know, those little ear, earworm things that are like 30-second things, you know. Yeah, but right. you hear it and yeah. you know it, right? Exactly. So
2: you hear that. I mean, that's he's doing his job, I guess. Oh, know? yeah. Uh,
0: he, he does it well. Oh, and, and the
1: s- story behind the title. Album titles. Oh yeah, go ahead. Tell, Interesting. Tell, tell the listeners. I'm not sure if I could paraphrase. The, I'm sure you got it. The backstory as well as I could. uh That it was a quote from a person who was about to be executed by the state for crimes. Yeah, in
0: Tennessee, they were recording an <laughs> album, and on that day, this guy was yeah. going to be executed. And, and so
1: they asked him, "Well, do you, do you have any final words?" And he said, let's rock.
0: <laughs> and so the band heard that that in the studio while they were recording. They heard that headline, and they, they named the album Let's Rock after the guy in the electric chair. So
2: I love that. Uh, I mean, that's pretty awesome, dude. It is kind of cool.
0: And I'm sure that guy would love to know that he lived on in, in a way, right? You know, like he probably thought, oh, I'm going to die, and it, no one's going to remember. Well, you lived on in the Black Keys album, man. So uh, check this out, you two. Fans, uh, earliest known live YouTube recording has been discovered. There's apparently a picture of the tape. Uh, it was it's a 17 song opening set on August 11th, 1979, for another local group, the Stugers, featuring YouTube performing live at Dublin, Ireland's Dandelion Market. Stugers guitarist Pete McCluskey told YouTube fansite. Um, A2U2, quote, I'm pleased that I recorded the show and hadn't realized the significance of it and its place in history until quite recently. So, Rolling Stone reported the, that the tape captures them at a pivotal point in their development. Um, look at the set list. Uh, George, I'm sure you're <laughs> interested to see that. It's kind of uh, yeah early uh, songs that they'd later deem <laughs> unworthy of release. You know, a lot of this stuff right. was like cut, right? This is all...
1: Most of those are their early Irish singles before they did their, their first full-length in 1980.
0: This would be like seeing Pink Floyd during the Sid Barrett years or something with a bunch of crazy-ass songs that you wouldn't even really remember the, the song titles, of, you know, stuff that never really made it to uh, albums later.
1: And it does, uh, the last track there is uh, The Ramones. Oh, nice. I used to cover that back then.
0: <laughs> cool. Well, and then they did Black Dog, it looks like. That's a Zeppelin nod. Oh, right, a a snippet of Black Dog. Yeah, Yeah, a little snippet there. Uh, So pretty cool. Anyway, so it's out now, and it's on, you know, somebody's released it into the Internet, so that's great. And I will listen to it. Yeah, I haven't got a chance. I'm sure that recording quality is probably pretty horrible.
2: I've heard heard this next
0: story. Yeah, so check this out. Former Guns N' Roses drummer (laughs) (laughs) hospitalized after accidentally, supposedly, stabbing himself Steven Adler from Guns N' Roses stabbed himself in the stomach, supposedly. He was taken to the hospital after local authorities responded to a call. Here's the thing, though. It was a call for a possible suicide attempt at Studio City at his home. Right. So Adler's rep, though, told TMZ that the stabbing was not a suicide attempt and was simply an accident. The rep would Mm -hmm. not specify what caused the accident except to describe it as, quote, very minor superficial wound to the abdomen. So... Mm -hmm. So I'm um, trying to dig the belly button lint.
3: <laughs> <laughs>
2: you know, sometimes that shit gets stuck in there, dude. <laughs> a little bit too far. Yeah, yeah.
3: man.
0: He's been sober Come for out. years, though, so <laughs> I don't Get know. Out. I don't. I don't know if he's. No, I, I couldn't see him having a relapse or any problems with that. But and stupid shit happens. Yeah, dude. just dumb. Shit. You know,
2: you've hurt yourself in Cutting stupid ways.
0: Cutting you know, a bagel or something, right? For sure, right? <laughs> <laughs>
1: yeah, maybe,
2: maybe he's uh you know trying to uh, you know s- slice some bread or uh, p- down p- pizza or something, belly. and <laughs> you know he just mishandled. He needs to practice his knife skills. Uh,
1: so, you know, he just pulled it a little too. Be fun. careful, Steven.
0: Um, Jesus.
3: Yeah, um, I could flip this three times and catch it.
1: <laughs>
3: <laughs>
4: <laughs> oh, my belly button. <laughs>
2: <laughs>
0: Crow milk of course, is the protein-based milk uh, dairy product made with the eggs of crows, which we all know the eggs of crows are some of the most fortified eggs in the bird kingdom. Charles, you know from harvesting crow's eggs uh, yourself. <laughs> oh, absolutely. The the fortification and benefits of these crow's eggs. Yeah. Sometimes you can just crack one open in your mouth and get the raw nutrients like oh, that. Yeah, yeah. But crow's milk does so much more it, it not Helps only with inflammation. It, it, it not only harnesses yeah. the power of the crow egg, but it it <laughs> blends it up in dairy based product that is just uh, second to mm-hmm. none. You know, and it truly gives
5: you that. It truly gives you that that scavenger chest. Like it, <laughs> it really
0: it makes you it you makes know, you have the mindset of a crow. You see those crows on the street where you're yeah. driving your car, <laughs> and they don't move out of the way. Yeah, because they're fucking jacked up on crow milk. <laughs> yeah, exactly. And you could be the same way. You know, you could just have that. I don't give a fuck mentality. Yeah, on crow milk. Yeah, exactly. Crow. Yeah, crow milk. Drink it.
5: Drink it and and be one with with your own um with your karma.
0: Harness the power of the crow. Harness the power of the crow. Crow milk. So,
5: thank you crow milk.
0: All right. Uh Mark Hoppus uh is uh, auctioning off some of his gear for a charity for LGBTQ rights. Uh nearly 80 pieces of his gear, which is quite a quite a bit. Um and it's all just apparently this guy apparently has got this straight pride parade thing going on in Boston. I don't know if you guys uh-huh. heard about it.
1: Uh-huh. That's a bunch of happy horse shit. Yeah, I
0: don't want to bring too much attention to that guy because th- that whole thing is really s- pretty stupid. But so anyway, Mark Hoppus didn't like it either, so he called it ridiculous. So he uh, he's going to donate double the proceeds. So whatever that people donate on the gear, he's going to match it dollar for dollar. And it's going to go to the Trevor Project, which is a suicide prevention organization focused on LGBTQ youth. So, sweet, pretty cool. He's offering off some good gear too, man. Like his two thousand Fender Precision bass that, like, uh, he wrote a great deal of the riffs for the two thousand three Untitled album on the on the bass. So it's pretty cool. Like good history and good gear, and it's all for a good cause. So. Right on. Pretty cool. All right, so let's move on to some history trivia, guys. On this day in music history trivia, July 5th, 1994. All right? Uh, Here we go. On this day, July 5th, 1994, this band released their debut album. It takes off at the beginning of 1995, though, about, you know, six, seven months later, becoming the best-selling album in the history of Atlantic Records. What band was it? Was it A, Oasis? Definitely, maybe. B, Hootie and the Blowfish, Cracked Rear View, or C, Weezer, the Blue Album? Aaron, we'll start with you. What do you think?
3: Uh, I'm going to go with Oasis, A, just based off of I think they're more of a worldwide band.
0: Mm. Okay, no, I think yeah. yeah. Yeah, that's a good... well-known more around the whole world. Mm-hmm. Uh, Kurt, what do you say?
2: Uh, for the same reason, I'm going to say Weezer.
5: Mm.
0: They're like huge in Japan and stuff, right? Yeah, yeah. True and it's too. the
2: best-selling album in the history of Atlantic Records, right? Yeah, so
0: that's, yeah, that's so supposedly it's what be, this says, yeah. Okay. yeah. Um, so, okay, you're Weezer, Aaron's Oasis, George. What do you say?
1: I'm gonna say Hootie. How come? Any any reason? Well, if I remember right, uh, I don't know what they're signed to now, but I think back in the midnight or their first album anyway was DGC. Uh, David Geffen's label Uh and Oasis was signed to an English label Um, and I don't think it was Atlantic that distributed them in the United States so I think it was Hootie
0: it was look at that
1: Dude, you got to pick harder,
2: harder <laughs> questions for George. I man. know,
0: man. I try and find ones God, that George won't every know right
2: single away. time.
1: Man, <laughs> it's a sickness, dude. It's a sickness. <laughs> that was a good
0: question. I thought that was a pretty good one. Uh, those are all legendary albums of '94. But yes, George is correct. Hootie and the Blowfish, their album "Cracked Review" sold. Look at this: 10.5 million shipments in that year alone in 1995. Eventually, shipping 21 million copies uh, as of May 21st, 2018. It is the joint 19th best-selling album of all time still and supposedly what At- Atlantic Records best-selling album? name a song hold my hand
1: hold my hand
0: uh what was the other one let her cry um hootie hoo. <laughs> 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 hey, oh, who hey, 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 hey. uh, shit what was the other one though there was that, uh, that um... bacon
1: cheddar ranch song <laughs> oh that was something else <laughs> uh, that was when he was solo yeah <laughs> Uh, Only want to be with you. Only want to be with you. (laughs) you The the
0: timing of the release, though, they say it was because radio stations are basically between hip-hop and grunge, afraid to alienate listeners who can't handle Pearl Pearl Jam or Bone thugs and harmony Hootie is like this pure pop, so, you know, the band is likable, great live. So they got
2: the black guy to to make an album, right? Come on, man.
0: Yeah, now he's a big country artist. Marketable at that time, yeah. Yeah, they were. They, they just they were. They came at the right time and they they hit a spot in the music history. You know, it's like the opposite of when Eminem came out. You know, yeah, <laughs> it was like yeah. bands like Hanson. Right, you look back and like they were a garbage band, but they just hit this the the chart at the right time with a catchy song, and it just like you know people, I don't know, respond to it. It's it's a trip, man. Uh, all right, so double trivia, guys. It's So guys. unpredictable. It is. That's the problem. You never know. You never know. You never know. And that's the the, the motto, though. You might as well make and create music. You never know when it's going to connect or hit with someone.
2: All of the different kinds of stuff that you can, you know, at all times. Exactly.
0: Yeah. Um, All right. So more trivia, guys, and then we'll move on. July 5th, 1954, way back now. This musician records his very first single in his very first professional recording session, being released later that month. Was it A, Chuck Berry, B, Elvis Presley, or C, Johnny Cash? On this day, July 5th, 1954. Very first professional Man. recording session. Aaron, what do you think? Man, I don't know. Uh, I looked it I up. Like All these guys recorded a single around this time. Like it was either 1954 or 55 that they recorded their first professional release. So
3: I feel like Elvis was already in
0: the game for a little bit, but I could be wrong. And then, Well, that's what I want to say. All these guys, I made sure that right it, it, it wasn't uh, before that, you know? So. All right, I'm going to go with Chuck Berry, A. Okay, Chuck Berry. Uh, For no end particular reason. Really. Elvis Presley. Elvis? The king, baby. George, <laughs> baby, what do you say?
1: That's karate, man, karate. You know, there's only two Look kinds out. of people in the world that know it. Look out. The Chinese and the king. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, I think it's the king.
0: Elvis? Yeah. Elvis, yes. Yeah. First good. professional recording session held at Memphis's Sun Records. It results in his first single, That's All Right Mama. That so. is a
2: great song, man.
1: Fuck yeah.
0: That was his first recording, and yeah. it was on this day, July 5th, uh, in the
3: studio. My Pretty favorite, cool. um, I was telling Chris a while back, my favorite slot machines to play are always the oh, Elvis ones. Oh, yeah.
1: The Elvis, Elvis ones? ones,
3: yeah. I always go for the Elvis Rolling Stones Johnny
1: Cash. It plays it all, all
4: that shit. Yeah from
0: Bin-de-bing. blue Hawaii to everything, Bin-de-bing. right? Hawaii. We gotta win this
1: race. <laughs> <It's>
2: lemonade. Black, cool, refreshing drink.
0: All right. Let's move on to some movie, TV, entertainment news. Toy Story Four was big at the box office. Did you guys? Is that Tom Hanks? Yeah, that's Tom Hanks now. Look at him; he looks weird with that mustache. Yeah, he he looks looks like like a a weird Italian restaurant owner. I know. I was thinking like, um, (laughs) yeah, yeah,
2: like a garage mechanic or something.
0: (laughs) That's I was going
3: to say. Is he playing a a Hitler role (laughs) coming up?
0: (laughs) Very strange. Uh, But he's balling. Shit, man! Toy Story Four now has twenty six, or excuse me, twenty. (laughs) $236.9 <laughs> $236.9 million already with $496.5 million worldwide. That's right, Keanu Reeves joined. Huh? <laughs> That's nuts. Yeah, uh, anyway, Annabelle that horrible one. Oh man, they just need to put that like franchise to rest already with that fucking doll. It's, Annabelle? I don't know. No, oh, I, right. I, don't, I don't like it doesn't, that kind of shit does not scare me at all, like some fucking scary doll are you fucking kidding me? I don't know. What do you, what do you, have you seen any of the Annabelle ones? Just like
2: no, however, I do uh, have a friend who was gifted a <laughs> strange looking doll <laughs> recently. and it's, They are freaky it's, it's looking. It's very at. creepy. Yeah. <laughs> I wouldn't want it in my house, like looking at me all the time. But would you sure.
0: think it's really going to come up and murder you in your nah, sleep? Dude, because yeah. That's all make believe. Exactly. But it's not good make believe in my mind. It's right. like, it's yeah. just, it's like Chucky. 2.0, you oh, know, like oh. for the newer generation, you know, and that's supposedly out, too. Supposedly There's already a it. Chucky 2.0. You know yeah. there. Mark Hamill's doing the voice Dude. for it. Oh, God. Yeah, I just realized <laughs> uh, They say it's really bad, I don't know. I just barely
3: realized that Mark Hamill did the voice. Yeah, and then I just learned yeah. that he also did the Joker
0: in that in one of the Batman animated series. Yeah, yeah he did yeah, the one. I that, never knew that. Yeah, he yeah. actually did kind of good on that one. Oh, that's uh, lo- really good, a lot of people yeah. say that that's actually a really. He's like you know he talks like <laughs> the Joker. It's kind <laughs> well, of funny. He does he does other stuff. He's yeah, been he's doing a good voice, voice actor. Act- yeah, he's yeah. a good voice actor.
2: Since all the Star Wars stuff, you yeah. know, kind Dr- of petered out for a couple of decades. you Yeah. Know?
1: Yeah,
0: George, I wanted to ask, did you end up seeing Yesterday? I know you were talking about that you wanted to see it. No, no, I haven't Not seen yet. it yet, okay. but it's
1: on my short list. All
0: right, well, we'll get back to it. Let us know when you do see it. Uh, give us a, a review. All right. Um, this poster was released the and the date for Rob Zombie's new movie, Three from Hell, uh, and it's going wait, to Wait, wait, wait,
2: let me guess. Rob Zombie <laughs> and that blonde chick. <laughs> and his wife. And then the guy with the beard. <laughs> yeah. Right? They're, all there. The they're all there. They're all there. And And they they kill people, and then there's a clown that shows up occasionally. Could be.
0: Could be. Captain Spaulding. (laughs) Uh Uh-huh. Yeah. Uh, So it says September 16th. um, It's going to be coming out. uh, Featuring each of the three nights will feature different bonus content and events. Oh, man, that sounds stupid. I don't like that kind of shit. Give me a break. Just fucking Mm. release the movie. You fucking... He's trying to squeeze every last dime out of it. How's he going to do that, though? It's each will be shown in nearly 900 movie theaters, so that's not a wide release. That's not going to be a national release, so it's going to be like L.A. and San Francisco. Uh, I don't know. Whatever. Uh, anyway. Eek. Move, moving on. Gremlins has a <laughs> prequel coming out. Oh, my God. The film is set in the 1920s Shanghai. Yes. Of, as, as, of course, it would, right? And the series will tell the story of Sam Wing, the future shop owner from the 1984 film. Remember the uh, The shop owner that yeah, has uh, that has it for sale. It's kind of interesting. So they're gonna go to the backstory of the shop owner and like see how he came to possess uh, the Mogwai. You know, yeah, it's been so long
3: since I've seen those movies. I just remember all the Gremlins getting drunk in
0: a bar. <laughs> right, totally. <laughs> remember the movie theater one where they had, like they were all the in the like, movie theater throwing popcorn around yeah, and making yeah. a ruckus and shit. I remember it was that like part. Three. three or so, right? Huh? There was like two or three. I think right? two. Two. Oh, okay. I think there was two, and then this one is going to be the third. Oh, okay. I don't think they made it. Maybe they did do a third, but I don't. I'm not aware. Of I it. don't remember a
1: Gremlins three. Uh, I believe okay. Gremlins two, the new batch. Yeah,
0: the new batch. Yeah, that one. All right. Anyway, there's a man on the wing of this plane. <laughs> <laughs> Twilight Zone.
3: Am I tripping, or was there a gremlin that wore like a Letterman's varsity jacket?
0: Yeah, I think that was the new batch <laughs> where they were, like, like, it was, like, all like different a, characters. There was, like, one with lipstick. They were like the high school cool. Oh, yeah. Right, right, <laughs> like, they all had, like, little characters. Yeah, there was, like, a punk rock one. There was, like, the jock. Yeah, <laughs> yeah they the had, like, all gremlin. that kind of stuff. Yeah, Cheerleader gremlin. Uh, shit. Well, dude, the guy who designed your iPhone, uh, iPad, and all that stuff, he's leaving Apple and he's making his own company. Uh, it's his own design. F- said that it's going to be one of his f- first new clients. So he's going to be, like, doing his own. He joined Apple in 92, and he did, uh, you know, he worked closely with Steve Jobs. He created his the signature rounded stylish designs of the iPhone, the iPad, and the iMac. So, he's, huh. he's, so he,
3: Apple's going to be one of his clients, huh?
0: Yeah, it's his own design firm, so I don't know what it's... It doesn't say what it's going to be called, um, but I imagine it'll be pretty popular. <laughs> and that's kind of cool that he's breaking away and doing his own thing and not, like, kind of beholden to... The Apple's thing, you know?
3: Okay, he's known for creating Apple's signature rounded stylish design. Yeah. So the, the computers or the phones?
0: The phones, I guess. Well, it says, uh, it says the says, iMac. Uh, the iMac. That was uh, the personal computer, too. i tell you what, as soon as my iPhone went to
3: the rounded edges, I hated it. Because it just slips out of my hand like a bar of soap. <laughs> I can't hold on to the damn thing. i have broken hell hella times. Well, you probably hate that guy, then. When it had the flat <laughs> edges with the square corners... I just am hoping they go back that route, and I oh. think the, I, I saw the iPads actually are like flat edge now. Oh, like are the they new iPads and huh. stuff? So okay, maybe they. Maybe it's a good thing he's leaving. <laughs> <laughs> Do
5: you have low energy, fatigue, a case of the moon days? Do you feel stranded, alone, and lost in the bleak void of primitive human existence, longing for an ambrosia that will perk clarity and pull you from the dull sludge of your dismal life and family? Ball Jack's the key. Made from a patented blend of 1,000 milligrams of taurine for the drive of a true ball jack champion. 300 cc's of caffeine stacked. 5,000 milliliters of ginkgo biloba helping to stimulate the brain and regain the memory loss as a result of drinking ball jack. (laughs) Plus 20 cardiograms straight from the delta thorax of a living Malaysian tiger. Wow. And an ounce of pineapple juice concentrate. Ball Jack will transform you from the pathetic, lazy, stupid, idiot slob that you are right now to something akin to a Busta Rhymes hype man in just seconds. <laughs> <laughs> grab the intensity. Grab the heat. Grab some Ball Jack right in the Ball Jack. Available at participating local motels. Copyright thegaragerockshow.com. All rights reserved. Winton, California. Just listen to the non-forced consumer testimonials from Nancy in Huskogee, Wyoming. <laughs> Come on, Nancy. No, no, no. See, she's she's just she's so jacked out of her mind right now. She can't even can't. properly put to words. Charles, just listen to the non-force consumer testimonial from James from Red Eye District of New Jersey. James, well, how do you how do you feel
0: about Ball Jack, James? <laughs> James, he's playing James. James is jacked out of his I mind mean, right James. now too. He can't even put it oh, in words either. <laughs>
5: Ball Jack guaranteed little to no teeth loss. <laughs>
0: All right, check it out, Sports Minute. Look at this. The new Tokyo Olympic Stadium uh, is almost 90% finished. It's going to be in December, and that's where the uh, 2020 Olympics for Tokyo are going to be happening. Um, Do people care about the Olympics anymore? <laughs> I, don't uh, I don't know. I don't know. So I guess much, in huh? the world. It used
2: to be a big thing.
0: It, it's. Like, I remember, like,
2: it used to be a big thing, man.
0: Yeah, yeah. I think it's because of the digital age that maybe yeah. people aren't so, like, you know – concerned about going to a place to see a spectacle because they can like watch it from anywhere true enough yeah you know like in the 90s it wasn't possible like you had to go
3: so worldwide already as to, it is, to wherever it was you know we, to watch it soccer teams here we have people from all over the world
0: basketball in, in the nba we got people from all over the world yeah you know it's a trip and that wasn't the way it, it was 20 years ago um anyway Did you hear about this guy, the Los Angeles Angels pitcher? He was found dead in his uh, Texas hotel room, only 27 years old. Um, He had posted a photo on Sunday of his teammates in cowboy hats. Police said they are investigating, but no foul play is suspected, which is weird because why wouldn't you (laughs) suspect foul play, I would think? He had just gotten married a few months ago. Uh, He was doing really well. Uh, So, anyway, that's just kind of crazy. Yeah. No, um,
3: They don't know anything about it yet?
0: No, I haven't heard it. I checked for updates on the story uh, as of Wednesday as we're recording it and uh, nothing. So, Mm. I don't know. Maybe it's changed by the time you guys are hearing this. Anyway, Aaron, you know about this one with Kevin Durant uh, and Kyrie Irving. Going to the Brooklyn Nets, Golden State Warriors. Have you heard anything additional on this stuff? Uh, Other than just those two major things there? Um, Well, you got it on the bottom of there, too. DeAndre Jordan's going over there to
3: right. the Nets, too. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know why Kevin Durant is leaving the Warriors. He had it pretty good over there.
0: Yeah. So who knows? The Brooklyn Nets have never, got you know, maybe he's trying to make them, like, you know, since they're kind of nothing, he's trying to be like, you know, hey, maybe I can make them something. So I don't know. Um, yeah. We'll have
3: he to wants see. validation. People always said that he just went over to a winning team already and got his championship rings, you know.
0: Right. So he never got that. Wants the, to prove himself at a team that's maybe not so good and take yeah. them to a championship. I think that's what he's thinking. Uh, the first ever game, Major League Baseball game, was played in Europe, uh, in London, uh, la- this last week. And the Yankees beat the Red Sox 12-8, to cool. so that was kind of interesting. i that's the first, because they've been doing that in the NFL for probably like five
3: plus years now.
0: Yeah, so it's the first time for Major League Baseball in history that uh, they played in London. And nearly 120,000 people turned out for the two games. Uh, also, the Yankees beat Boston then on the next game, 17 to 13. One of the highest scoring games, you know, out there. So I wonder if the if the baseball field in London was like kind of small, and they were just able to knock them out of the park all night. <laughs> <laughs>
1: hmm. Yeah, they measured everything metric. So. <laughs> <laughs> right there, you go.
0: Oh, shit. Um, All right, so check out World News this week. Look at this crazy hailstorm. I saw something about this, yeah. Look at this. It's like no joke. It's as tall as a car, and these cars are literally like floating on this hail, and they're surrounded by it. Uh, We're looking at these photos of it's literally an entire city block that's just covered in this uh, fucking hail. And normally they say it's, it's, it's fucking hot out there, It's normally 88 degrees, and they say the summer heat is still happening, but it was just this part of uh, the day that it just had this freak hailstorm. Cold storm. that. Like, literally in the matter of hours. It said this guy who was visiting his family said he and his relatives had never seen a storm like it. Uh, The photos showing cars pushed against trees by the force of the ice. It was pretty wild. So... And then, in contrast, there's a record heat wave going on in Europe right now, where uh, two have died in Spain, and France is reporting record temperatures. Look at these temperatures uh, in Spain and France; it's about 115 degrees over there, which is pretty wild. Uh, that wow. usually doesn't get that high huh. uh, because of the humidity and everything that's over there. Mm-hmm, it's like mm-hmm. it's that's that's really fucking bad. Like the humidity is pretty. Pretty bad over there. So anything over like ninety, and they don't have air hot.
2: conditioners there.
0: Yeah, it's right. not like the way that it is over I here. I think, that,
2: like I read somewhere that I think
1: they're some- not as popular. Something
2: like two percent of um, yeah German households have air conditioners in them. Yeah. So just imagine
1: like, too, like latitudinally, like where France, Germany, all that is. That's like Canada, right? You know, if you continue no, west, no way. Yeah. <clears throat>
0: Well, yeah, what do you mean, if you continue west? like No, I mean just the where,
1: where they are latitude-wise. Right, yes, like the same so, plane. I which mean, yes, it, it's, it's level with Canada.
0: Cold I thought Canada.
2: London was on the same plane as like most Canadian cities in the southern part of Canada. I don't know
1: about that. We'll need to we'll yeah. need to consult a globe. Uh, no, it's
0: true, well, though, because like in Toronto, I know when I went there, it was really humid, and and it's also very, very cold, too, so... It's like a weird combination of uh, stuff. Normally, it's not, you know, super hot like that. And when it gets above, like, a 90, oh, sure. it's, it's gnarly. So.
2: 115 ain't no joke no matter where you live.
0: Yeah. So, well, yeah, Germany is
3: generally a, a cold place, right? So, yep. you know, I can see why they don't have ACs. Well,
0: guys, if you like papaya, be aware, because 62 people in eight states have been sickened by a salmonella outbreak linked to fresh papayas imported from Mexico. So 23 of these people have been uh, hospitalized. Uh, So some of these date back to January, but a lot of them took place in April. Uh, Mostly East Coast states, though, guys. Uh, Connecticut, Massachusetts, New Jersey, New York, Pennsylvania, Rhode Island. So they're advising people in those states not to eat any whole fresh papayas from Mexico. Uh, So be aware. Here's not when to hit the road for a 4th of July trip. They're saying this year, the day, first day of the week, is on Thursday. Uh, well, no, actually, they say wait. The worst time to travel is Wednesday, July third. So by the time you guys are hearing this now, I was really, wondering how they not doesn't really matter. But how
3: they know what people are doing before they do it? They just just based it's off. It's all of statistics. Like the past
0: few years, or just they ask a pool of people, or what? Oh, yeah, just
2: compared to last year. yeah, They'll compare it to and past year. Yeah, years.
0: there could have been a AAA survey that says, are you planning on hitting the road this summer? And, you know, like, mm-hmm. what holidays are you planning on hitting the road for, you know? And they're predicting that over 40 million Americans will be traveling by car. It will be the most popular form of transportation and a record high since 2000 mm-hmm. when the group began tracking holiday travel. So, for That's the, the past night, 19 years. I'm not going to lie.
2: On the way over here,
0: it was pretty... Is any of us, are any of you guys bad. traveling for Fortune? I'm like, I'm thankfully I'm no. traveling,
3: like, going out of town. Who the fuck goes out of town? Like, I where don't I'm know. Go?
0: To I don't know. To a relative's house, I guess? I don't know. watch not. a big show in a big city somewhere? It, it's probably one of those holidays, like a uh, Thanksgiving, or just a kind of an excuse to go and visit family. Seems I don't don't like know. every town I'm has sure. their own little show
3: that you can watch somewhere, you know?
0: Yeah. Uh, uh, but the roads uh, are going to be crazy, so be aware. um
4: You hear that? That's the sound of mother nature. She's an uncompromising beast. Think about it. What was the largest mammal in the history of this earth? The blue whale. What did they eat to become the largest beast on the planet? Krill. That's right. We've harnessed the power of the wild and mysterious krill in our new triple baleen filtered krill reserve lager. We filter our beer in our revolutionary baleen strainer, imitating the way blue whales would eat and process their krill. Yar, this is the same process. Filters and extracts all of the seaworthy nutrients your body needs. We only harvest the most wild and exotic krill from one of the most deadly seas on the planet, the Black Sea. Yarr! So whether you're fishing for barnacles, sailing the seven seas of cheese, Or disposing of unwanted trash or bodies in your nearest lake. Yar. You need an uncompromising lager made of the same nutrients that fuel the beasts of the sea. Krill Reserve Lager. Triple baleen filtered for maximum krill potency. It's not just delicious. It's krillicious. Yar. (laughs)
0: <laughs> All right, so moving on Conspiracy Corner this week. I thought this was interesting. Apparently this owner of the Amazon Echo Dot claims that Amazon's Alexa started insulting him and swearing at him whenever he asked it to play music. He said the insults began after he canceled his Prime subscription, and Amazon engineers are puzzled by the behavior. They say that the, the, they gave him gift cards and a year of free Prime uh, to kind of help out with it. But they, they say they're, like, stumped by it. They say that there's um, software available for the Echo Dot that can make Alexa say rude words, but it would be highly unlikely that he was downloading anything like that. So I don't know. That We were saying off the air, remember we were talking about this yesterday,
1: it must have it was, been a coder It was like that, like, playing a
0: practical joke or, like,
1: putting some something in there.
3: Joker that put some code in that says when somebody... Or maybe it's pra- somebody that played a joke on a particular person that he knew or something. Yeah. said so when this guy, he cancels his membership, it activates this. Alexa's cuss, rudeness. cusses at him. Fuck you. I don't know.
0: Uh, anyway. Nobody <laughs> else reported it, on, huh? was just this No, guy. it's just this one guy, supposedly. Uh, alright, so, look at this on Weekly What the Fuck this week. Cockroaches quickly evolving to be immune to bug sprays. So that's great I news. read that. Um... <laughs> as if they weren't hard to kill enough. These German cockroaches that they're doing the study are being born with an immunity to toxins which they haven't been in contact with yet, determining that they're developing immunity to new poisons as quickly as one generation of offspring. So the report suggests that, that because of this quickly developing immunity, stopping cockroaches in the future will depend on more on traps and vacuums Squashing them. than chemical insecticides. Gross. So that's kind of crazy and here's also something that'll haunt your dreams wasps are now forming massive super nests look at this super nest that's hanging off someone's um, house and this is like in the south these in Alabama they're, the nests are the size of a Volkswagen Beagle they're saying like with as many as 15,000 wasps inside up to 4 times the size of a normal nest they're attached to cars inside garages and shed in the ground or on homes the winter freeze usually kills off many colonies, but it doesn't always happen. So when they survive, a super nest can form. So they have about mm. 20,000 eggs in each nest. Oh, my God. Uh, crazy. Yeah. A yeah. Rock. Yeah. If rock you a see button.
2: one, don't mess with
0: it. Yeah. It's call an expert. Call an expert, but I would burn that fucking thing to the ground. Don't burn the fucking house. The <laughs> yeah. Oh, well. Um, all right. All right so check this crazy story out a man supposedly wakes up just before being buried at his funeral in India
3: I heard some stories like this before
0: he's, so he's 20 years old, he was in an accident June 21st, transported to the hospital pronounced dead June 24th his family all attended his funeral and they were shocked when he began twitching just before he was about to be buried, his family rushed him to the hospital where he put him on life support saying that he's not brain dead and that he's going to survive they, they said originally when they brought him to the hospital they didn't have enough money to pay uh, to fully treat him and his mother said, "We paid eighty pounds to the private hospital earlier. He and dead? Yeah, he looked he, dead. Yeah, exactly. And they <laughs> declared him dead on Monday. So, oh yeah, he's dead. You know, you need to
1: take him. So they I'm not dead. <laughs> I'm feeling better. <laughs> 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 he's be stone cold dead in a moment. Oh <laughs> uh, shit. <laughs> he's we paid all mean, this money for nothing. See,
2: there's, th- there's what happens when you have, you know, pri- Sh- privatized health care. Yeah. <laughs> or oh, you you can't afford." Healthcare. Oh, he's well, dead. Yeah. Well, he's dead. Okay.
0: Yeah. Just get we'll him just out of here. Put him in the ground.
2: <laughs>
0: <laughs> so check this out. Popeye was onto something. As experts have called for athletes to be banned from taking chemical found in spinach because it has a steroid effect. Yeah, um, Popeye was right. Yeah. Researchers from this University of Berlin have found ecdysterone. Ecdysterone, a hormone found in spinach, it's so powerful that they want it to be considered a performance-enhancing oh drug. They discovered that athletes who took large amount of the supplement had significant spikes in their performance. They performed three times better compared to those who took a placebo pill. For the record, you'd have to eat eight pounds and three ounces of spinach to get the same effect. Imagine how your <laughs> shit would smell after that. <laughs> well, speaking of that, diarrhea-causing <laughs> illness linked to swimming pools on the rise. Uh, there's a crypto-swimming related diarrhea illness and it's on the rise, so... Uh, be aware when you're swimming in, like, public pools and stuff. Outbreaks of the illness increased 13% over the last year. Uh, the parasite is the leading cause of outbreaks tied to recreational water use, such as swimming pools and lakes. Um, so, be aware. It's it's on the rise this summer. Uh, what else? Toxic substances found in the glass decorations on booze bottles. So, all those booze bottles you see at a bar that have, like, the enameled glass and the uh, decorations on clear and colored bottles... They have found a bunch of lead, chromium, cadmium, all present in the glass. But at concentrations where their environmental health risks were considered low, but still, uh, they had concentrations of up to 20,000 parts per million on the decorated areas of spirits, beer, and wine bottles. So don't drink out of that shit. <laughs> Just drink out of a regular one. Um, you guys ever watch that Bar Rescue show? Yeah, I've seen it. I love that show. Yeah, it's a good one.
3: Almost every bar you go, that dude goes into, there's... Bugs in all the alcohol mm-hmm. bottles. It's uh.
2: You know, a lot of that stuff is staged, right? Yeah, I'm sure it is. Yeah, but, yeah. But. I, uh, I went to and talked to some people that had that happen to them in Oregon. Yeah. Oh, yeah. They had the bar rescue, uh-huh. like Portland or whatever. They had to put bugs in the bottle? Or <laughs> no, but, you know, they would encourage, like, bullshit to happen. Yeah. And then they build up the place, and then they take a lot of it back after the show is over. Mm-hmm. I could see that. Like they put this place up with a big sound stage and like light rig and like a big PA oh, yeah. and all the whole set peak yeah. board and everything and then they got done filming the shit and they left the
0: construction but they took all the gear mm-hmm. back. Ah. Or something to that effect. <laughs> All right, a couple little food things uh, to finish it up tonight. Um, The history of this s'more is kind of interesting, like marshmallows, okay? They're the oldest ingredient in a s'more. They're named after a plant called the marshmallow. For thousands of years, people boiled the plant's roots. Uh, The root sap strained it and sweetened it to cure sore throats or eat it as a treat. Marshmallows weren't produced mechanically until the mid-19th century, but today, our marshmallows contain no marshmallow sap at all. They're just mostly corn syrup, cornstarch, and gelatin. So that's interesting on uh, marshmallows. Also, the Industrial Revolution is what made chocolate cheap enough and palatable enough for the average person. But chocolate is another ancient food, of course. Mesoamericans been eating it for 3,000 years. Finally, though, the graham cracker, invented by Presbyterian minister Sylvester Graham, who was highly influential in the development of the health food movement of the 19th century. As far as the origins of the s'more itself, that's unclear, but the first mention of the treat is in the 1927 edition of the Girl Scout Manual. So, there you go. A little history as you enjoy your s'mores this summer. Look oh at this. Oh, my God. Look no. at this, guys. I, nope. You You would think Mm-mm. that this already is, exists in the world. Macaroni and cheese in a can. But now it does. Yes. Macaroni no and cheese in a can made by Heinz. Eh. It says, made with a creamy cheese sauce. Cheese is in quotes. Uh-huh. Uh I would need it, but what's the difference between that and uh, That's what I'm saying.
3: Uh what's that shit called, the spaghettios? Spaghettios,
0: or beefaroni, Ravioli, any other kind of canned, in a can or something. Canned food, you know. I'm surprised that this doesn't
3: exist already. I'm not going to lie, this may sound disgusting or maybe not if you guys eat this, but <laughs> those little tamales in a can. <laughs> oh, oh yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. you ever had those. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But I was a kid; I liked them. I don't know now. It's just something, yeah. something packed disgusting. in that like reddish <laughs> oil. <laughs> I think it made yeah. by Hormel or something. Yeah, right. yeah. Yeah, oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah, good yeah. stuff.
4: <laughs> so
3: there you go. Pour a bunch of little tamales out of a can and warm them up in the microwave. I go on
2: a spam cake occasionally. <laughs>
0: <laughs> uh, well, you got to eat it with spam this now. Yeah. The he- spam the Heins- and canned macaroni and, cheese. and yep. cheese. Awesome. A meal fit for a king. <laughs> uh, enjoy your 4th of July weekend, guys, and we'll see you next week. Have a good one. Peace. Later. See you later.